come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. Real basic. Yeah, yeah. just the basic Krispy Kreme. Yeah, but you can eat like ten of them and still feel good. Can you? Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> I well, did that the last time you were here, and I did not feel good. It, it, you just kind of slip into a diabetic coma when you eat that many yeah. Krispy Feels Kremes. great. It's just... <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. I mean, I think like Voodoo just does the most. Voodoo it's does the most. Like, it's not necessarily I want good. A donut. Not necessarily the it's, best. It's yeah, just no. like you've got a donut, but it's also got like a full size Snickers bar yeah. on it. Yeah. And some cereal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I went to a build your own donut shop on vacation. That was pretty cool. Hmm. Except like the donuts come out way too hot. You know, there's like a certain amount of shelf time that donuts should sit. That's why I think. Oh, I microwave my Krispy Kreme. Oh, really? Ooh. 10 seconds. Yeah. Pro tip, you guys. Yeah. Huh. The box says eight seconds, but that's not long enough. Well, now you know. You can microwave a donut. I had no idea. Yeah. I also like the ones that look like the Simpsons donuts that are just like oh, yeah, a regular donut with like pink frosting and sprinkles. Yeah. Ah. Doesn't matter what it tastes like. It just looks awesome. <laughs> it's just the taste of nostalgia. Yeah. The appearance of a donut, I think, is like 60% of its appeal most of the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you ready, guys? Yeah. yeah, after donut talk. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get transition into, into something let's, very different. Yeah. <laughs> let's get into uh, this next episode of uh, I Want You to Watch This. Uh, thanks for joining. I'm your host, as always, Dennis. I am joined by my three awesome co-hosts, uh, Colin, Craig, and Julie. How are you wonderful people? Pretty good, pretty good. I'm good, Dennis. I'm good. Good. Yay, Julie's back. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It it okay. It okay. (laughs) So uh, this is another uh, uh, listener, listener, listener suggested. A a suggested movie from another group in our Pottern family. A a uh, colleague. Movie pod squad. Yeah. From what is it? Quote unquote. Quote unquote guilty guilty pod. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Suggested um, a necessary death that we just finished watching five minutes ago. The moral of the story is never listen to anyone else. Except us. Well, I mean, like the inte- like the premise of their podcast is like kind of like guilty pleasures, like things that you know. I think their like their tagline is like we like things that you probably don't. So yeah, yeah, it seems like that's kind of like in line with their brand. And yeah, we can go into. But I think of like a guilty pleasure is something that you like that you are ashamed of liking, and not that like other people don't like. Like Everclear. Yes, I yeah. love Everclear. Right? High five. <laughs> Third Eye Blind. <laughs> oh, heart. you're talking about the music. Oh, I, think, I was like, I, I was uh, like Dennis. No. I surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. off the wagon. Yeah. No. Uh. Totally off the wagon and also 18 again. Yeah. <laughs> no, just something about that 45 year old man, but just about his daddy issues, just gets to me. I love yeah. Everclear. Guilty but, uh, pleasure. Yeah. Guilty pleasure are things that generally like other people like you yeah you feel guilty about liking them because generally people don't like them so do right. the people on that podcast generally like this movie i uh, haven't heard their episode on it It was okay. just a thing they recommended this to us and we took it as us. a listener recommendation <laughs> we took it as a recommendation so, to go with so, so. so let, let's introduce the movie we went into it raw we had no none of us and, and we were instructed that we were told yeah. like it's best to go into this not knowing anything about it yeah it, it's a it's a documentary on a documentary movie um, which we've seen before. We actually did one, uh, Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter, yeah. yeah. Um, which I find kind of a cop out to explain like why a documentary is being filmed. But hey, you know, 
it makes for an interesting setting um and so it's about uh this documentary movie that this guy wants to do he it's like this group of like they're like film students and for their thesis they want to do a documentary on a guy that's decided or a person that's decided to commit suicide and uh film it up to the end from begin from the beginning to the end and um and yeah and that's what this movie's about <laughs> um so there's a lot of things going well, on yeah so yeah so essentially they <laughs> they put out like an ad like requesting on craigslist people right who, it's craigslist yeah, uh, yeah and this yeah. i think this is based on a real life thing where that something like this happened like on craigslist somebody put up something like this oh okay um but yeah so they're like so they try to find someone and they end up finding this british guy named matt uh, who has uh, like a brain tumor and it's 100% definitely going to kill him and he wants to end his life before he gets to the point where uh, you know he's just in constant pain and unable to function uh, so they he's the one he's the candidate that they like narrow it down to and decide to go through and follow through on the documentary with and so they follow like kind of his uh, thought process uh, you know his history uh, his current relationships, uh, which in this case are his mother and his stepsister. Um, and his dad has also died from a brain tumor, which is again why he's like so uh, like adamant, at least at first, about uh, wanting to end it before he gets to the point where he saw his father get to. Uh, and so, yeah, this is. <laughs> and, but along the way, like he becomes friends with the documentary crew, and he like ends up in a relationship with um, the sound person from the documentary crew. And a relationship uh, is uh, is I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, kind of a stretch to say that, but it's well, like. Do you want to yeah. maybe clarify who is who? Yeah, so, yeah we've got Gilbert, should, who's Gilbert, the, who's main director, creator, documentary. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, um, Matt. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Matt is the um, is the, the tech British guy. No, 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 Matt, Matt is Matt, the subject. Matt's the subject. Mike is Mike, Mike. is, Mike Mike is, is the, yeah, the engineer. The, the, he's filming. No, he's filming. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the Dan girl is is the cameraman. Who's Never. filming the documentary? Being right. Filmed. Yeah, yeah. Daniel's yes. the documentary, and, that and, we're and watching. Valerie is the sound so, person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we were saying just before we started, like, is there are there any likable people in this movie? And I would say Val starts out likable, and I think Val like is likable for a good portion. The of stepsister. It. The stepsister's likable. Oh, yeah. Still. I like the stepsister. The mom she's is likable. Like, she's like the stepsister. Might yeah, the mom too. Yeah. The stepsister reminds me of like the character in like a in <laughs> like it's kind of uh, been in a lot of television, especially television shows. But that's just like kind of like the straight character, quote unquote straight character. That's just like in just uh, this pit of like all of these insane people, yeah. and it's like. What are you insane people doing all the time? <laughs> that was the stepsister. Doing like that, there's a part where they're all drunk. Oh together, yeah, yeah. And she takes the camera and is like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you thinking?" Yeah. Oh, look, it's because they're celebrating because they got funding for the documentary yes, about someone dying. about someone about this person who she loves dying, and they're all celebrating. She's like, what, the, "What is wrong with you people?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like they. It's like there's so many moments like that where, again, like Gilbert just comes off as like very unlikable because he's like talking about when they're getting messages he's like oh yeah we've got like 14 messages from people and like 
you know, of those, like, 11 of them are, like, people who want to commit suicide. He's like, this is so exciting. Oh, well, and that's, like, that it's was, like, constantly, like... That was the part where I was, like, I was, like, all right, what is this movie trying to run on? Right. Is it, like, trying to be, like, an actual serious thought piece on the concept of suicide? Is it just using that to, like, be a thriller? Well, I, think I, I, I think it's just trying to make you uncomfortable. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, that's what, I mean, I know. That I was just thinking, like, at the beginning, I was just, like, what, what are you trying to do here, movie? And then, like, I thought it was, like, ooh, maybe it's about, like, yeah. like the... Uh, sickness of like making a film and like being that obsessed about you know the quote unquote art you know that these like that people get into and everything like that's also an interesting topic that this movie could have done or it could have been more of a think piece about the ethics of suicide it could have been a lot of things that it falls short of being yeah I think it's just it just sets out to like yeah let's make a movie that really makes people uncomfortable and that's it yeah yeah he kind of says that too. Well, yeah, like, he, if you don't yeah. if you don't cross a line, then nobody cares. Right. Like, that, I could see that's like, kind of true. Like, yeah. The internet is a thing. Hey, hey, hang on. Keep talking. I gotta go on my notes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I definitely think it comes down to because, yeah, when he, when he's talking about that, as far as like, um, like likability versus relatability in a story where you don't necessarily have to like the characters, but can you relate to their motivations? Can you relate to, uh, you know, like what they're going through and uh, again, this movie, like, yeah, it does fall short in a lot of those ways, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's very good at, like, poking at a lot of those concepts without ever really, like, digging into any one of them. Like, I wish it would have, like, focused a little bit more on, like, one particular, uh, like, perspective or theme that it was trying to go for instead of just kind of, like, trying to put all of these into this, like, context. Like, if it was, you know, just about, like, how... Uh, how much like Gilbert is so focused on you know directing this document uh, this documentary that he's like completely disconnected from that then have it be about that but it's like it still gets to the point where everyone's kind of uh, like influencing influencing each other and it kind of all just becomes this like mishmash of themes and like motivations and right none of that really is like really like becomes clear. Uh, until like they kind of like all try to like tie up all the loose ends like within the last like 15 20 minutes of the movie yeah but like even then like i mean it literally there is literally a love triangle in this movie Ugh. and it's a bad one yeah and, well, you like, can see it, it happening it, from the start and like, from the, it, you see it like <laughs> right from the beginning you see the love tri- triangle happening and it's so shoehorned that it kind of distracts from what this movie is supposed to be about or what this movie could be because they just shove this other extra piece of drama in there right that, do we care about spoiling it? No. Oh, no. Okay. We, we always spoil yeah. everything. Yeah, from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm new here. This is my first day. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Um, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I feel. I felt like towards the end, like when they like introduced when they was like they started having these moments of clarity of like what it was like trying to be. Then like introduce all this other shit. And it was like, there was one moment I was like, oh, so that's the end? And we just assumed that Matt died? Like, that's cool. Like, all right. But then it just, like, kept going. There was, like, a Chiron of, like, what time, what day it was. And I was like, oh, I guess there's still more movie in this movie. Hmm. (laughs) And then it got worse. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, to clarify... Gilbert, Valerie, and Mike, who I actually think is pretty likable. Mike? Yeah. Mike's another yeah, Mike, likable yeah. character. I actually kind of hated him because he was, like, slouchy all the time, and I was like, sit up straight. But then <laughs> then he got, like, likable. So right. they're all filming. They get to know Matt, the British guy who wants to die. Um, 
then Valerie's like, like she's like, you know what? Like, I can't handle this. Like, we get to, we got to know him. I care about him. Like, I'm done with the project. And so she leaves. And then uh, Matt's like, I want to call her. Like, it feels weird, like, not having her here. And then, like, they start banging or something. Like, right. they, they start dating. But it's, like, a total sham. Like, she doesn't love him. Yeah, she's, no, just she's doing just, it to yeah. keep him from killing himself. And to, like, but... make herself feel less guilty. Yeah. Which is, like, super selfish. Right. Because, like, that's a <laughs> shitty thing to do is, like, pretend you like somebody that and then and then she gets even shittier yeah because... then she gets yes. shittier because uh, she starts dating Gilbert yeah, again yeah then she gets back together with Gilbert they have like a history which fine whatever like, we've all had Gilberts um, but then she gets back together with him she's like yeah like we had a talk I'm like ah, you had a talk but he's still like the same unlikable person yeah uh, well, so yeah so what it's it's Gilbert, so, okay, so Matt and Valerie start dating. Yes. And then Matt decides that he doesn't want to kill himself anymore. That's right. Sorry, I skipped that part. And then so that affects the documentary. And so... That that tanks the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The documentary is over at this point. Yeah, and then so Val and Gilbert start dating again while she's still dating dating Matt. Matt. And then Matt, or Gilbert, leaves... His boxers, like the one <gasps> pair of boxers that Matt re- oh, recognized. Yeah. Wait, check off his boxers. House. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, they are so heavily established so much <laughs> yeah. in this movie. They're like, these boxers are important, guys. Yeah. And, and the fucker says, man, I love my, like, I've left my boxers there. Like, it's some sort of bad movie. And it's like, it's like uh, yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, almost yeah. exactly like a bad movie. Because it is a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. The one that you're in. Also, who wears boxes anymore? You should wear a boxer briefs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boxer briefs are the yeah. way to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much the best invention in men's <laughs> underwear in the history of men's underwear. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> uh, when Gilbert was screening the people that he wanted to be in the documentary, or even before he got messages, he kept referring to like the potential subject to be like a he. I was like, that's interesting that you're assuming it's going to be a he. Right. Well, I also like all these moments where they're trying to make you sympathetic to Gilbert. Like he's screening these um, candidates, and two of them are like teenage girls. And then he like calls social services. You're like, right. oh, look, he's actually not as heartless. And that was to save the cat, Colin. Yeah, that was, I guess. That... But then when the whole documentary is falling apart, he's talking about how he put every like he like used every last dime he had, and like this is all falling apart, and he's not going to graduate. And like you're, like, yeah, but you're such a piece of shit. I just don't care. Right. Yeah. I made my mom refinance her house to give me money. Yeah. Like, yeah, you fucking suck. Right. <laughs> Get a real job. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's tons of moments where it was just like, man, Gilbert's the fucking worst. Like, like when when he they find out, like he goes to Matt's house and he sees Valerie's car. And he's like, shit, that's Valerie's car. And then like the next shot is him just like looking real pouty and angry. I'm like, oh, oh my yeah, God, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then it was just like, oh yeah, I just like. You know, I realized that, you know, like, everything that we went through, it was just like, you know, it was just like, totally, just like, all for nothing, and I still love her. And he's like, yeah, you just realized this overnight? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, overnight, the night that she spent at Matt's house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also says that he he's, like, playing the devil's advocate, and I hate oh when people say God. that. Like, I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Like, you mean you're just going to be an asshole yeah. like, for fun, like, because <laughs> right, you want to yeah. be. yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't need people to advocate for him. Just, just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that excuse. It's like I'm not, I'm not really an asshole. I'm just being a devil's yeah, advocate like, here. What if? Right. What if? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Anne Rand fans being like, I'm not selfish. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also... Oh, just you saying that made me 
think of go out and Google Ayn Rand Christmas cards and thank me later. Okay, fair enough. We'll do. That's your, your plug for the episode. Um, I, I also didn't really get, like, Gilbert kept saying, like, yeah, we want to show, like, you're strong to Matt, the subject who wants to die. He's like, you're strong, you're not, like, some whiny kid, but, like, he's kind of not strong. Like, he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to feel pain. Like, I'm going to avoid pain. Right. I'm not going to tell my mom. Yeah, he's, like, super coward. Right. Yeah. Well, and then, like, also, like, yeah, he is also, like, a kid. Like, they, and then he's like, he, like, says that, too, like. He says that to him, like, oh, yeah, we want to show that you're, like, you know, not just, like, some whitey kid. But then, like... But Gilbert also, also like, says that he's a kid. As, yeah, yeah. Because he talks as, like, about the, the collectibles and everything. Yeah. And yeah. he's, like, when he talks about, like, when he gets, like, the gun that he's going to, like, use to kill himself, he's, like, oh, yeah, he's, like, a kid again. And he's just, like... And then, like, out, like, shooting, like, bottles and stuff like that. And he's, like, totally going against, like, everything that he's, like, actually telling Matt, like, within the commentary of the documentary. Like, it's just... <laughs> Gilbert's the fucking worst. Gilbert is the worst. <laughs> Followed by Valerie. Valerie's yeah. pretty bad. Followed by Matt. Followed by... And then Matt. And then Matt. Then... Uh... I, I'd say Dan's probably the most likable character in this movie. He's pretty passive. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's just filming shit. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he also well, is all, like... But also, Dan is just kind of keeping everything going even when it shouldn't be happening anymore. Dan yeah. is the one who's like insisting on like, no, Matt wants me to film this. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just like... Part of that shoehorn bullshit where they're like, fuck, we broke the fourth wall, so we have to keep explaining the fourth wall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck. There's it's a like, wall there, and we broke oh, it, shit. guys. It's like, we recognize, like in Troll Hunter, they did that thing where they like they kill the filmmaker, and so then they have oh, yeah. to hire someone else in the middle of what it works better than this movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Troll um, Hunter was actually good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the end of this movie, you know the whole time that Matt has rented a garage that he plans on shooting himself in. And he's like, I want the whole crew to come. I want my sister to be there, which is really fucked well, up. Well, she think. said she wanted she to be wanted, there. Yeah. Oh, she did? Yeah. yeah. She said that she wanted to be with him until the oh, end. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Well, okay. So they're not, not as fucked up as I thought. But so he wants everybody there. He like goes out of his way to make sure Valerie is there. And at one point, Gilbert's like, what? You just want to do this to traumatize Valerie? I'm like, yeah, that is yeah, why that he is, wants yeah. to do that. And she ends up coming, which you're like, good on her. Like, that's like her one like redeeming moment, I think. Right. Uh so like, all right, everybody's here. Like, we're gonna say our goodbyes, and this is when I really liked Mike because that was when he like was like comforting the the sister. Right. Uh, he called her sweetheart. I just I love the name sweetheart. Like people like to knock on like uh, terms of endearment, and I, I like sweetheart a lot. Anyway, so <laughs> then then like everybody like leaves the garage except for uh, Matt and Gilbert. Because like, presumably Gilbert is supposed to film. film that's the, right. Film the, the end. ending. He's like, we gotta film the ending. We gotta film the end of the documentary. And then the garage door closes, and then there's two gunshots, and you're like, oh shit. Right. But also, yeah, like definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt has said several times to the camera, Gilbert is evil. Yeah. He, Look at like, how he, evil he Gilbert gives is. Gives on this thing about like how manipulative is he, uh, how manipulative he is, and how much he's just going to hurt Val and all this stuff. Yeah. So you're like, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm one upping him. Like. Well, how is the way... Like, what, what are you going to do to one-up this guy? Like, right. What could you possibly do? Except live, maybe, but... Yeah. Yeah. No. But that's not happening, because yeah. he's so. got a brain tumor. He's definitely going to die. Yeah. I, I thought, like... And I've, I thought this is going to kind of turn into a little bit more of... Uh, I don't know, just a different movie. Because <laughs> I thought it was going to be, like, once Matt wasn't going to kill himself anymore, that they were going to start, like, planning on how to kill him in order... Because, cause, like, they, like, had this whole thing where they were setting up, like... 
all of like the documents and like him like signing all of these things. That would have like, been a good movie. Clear, that would have been yeah, a better movie. That's yeah. a better clear, movie. Like indications of like, oh no, this person very had a clear had a clear intent to kill himself. Was on camera saying that he wanted to kill himself, and then it's like they are the only ones who know that he yeah. like, wasn't going to kill himself, and so they kill him for the documentary. Like that would have been like, oh, this is like. Gilbert's just like that much of an asshole like we can just like go full on with it and have him like be that full on like not in any way try to redeem him at all like or or and, if Valerie actually did fall in love with yes, him and also like, been a better changes movie. his left mind about the whole suicide thing and we like see her go live with him through the brain tumor and everything that would have been a better movie yeah, yeah like if it's about like being a significant other of someone who's going through like this horrible depression like right. that would have been a great movie Loving somebody in spite of like that. It's it's almost cloud. as if they had like they wrote this movie and then they were going through it and it was just like oh man this is a better movie. It's like no man we stick to the script. <laughs> yeah. We gotta stick to it to the end. Uh. It's like yeah but this love triangle is terrible and then like the double murder at the end. No man <laughs> we gotta stick well, to it. Murder suicide. Murder suicide. Murder, suicide. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, yeah I mean I'm 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 almost for like any you know. I, it's not necessarily like what the idea is it's how it's like executed that usually is what it comes down to because like yeah you can make a movie about anything like anything that you can possibly conceive you can make a movie about and uh, it's about like you know actually making that an idea like worth sharing and making that an idea like that people like is worth people watching uh, it's like this even with the way that this movie ended it could have ended the same but if it had been executed better I feel like it would have had more impact yeah, yeah just... like every shot was kind of ugly every I mean and even that well like... that's just a thing with these you know types of movies the movies are about making a documentary like everything is shaky cam and like nothing's framed well it's all supposed to be in service of that type of movie making but well, usually it's like a better better well <laughs> th this is indie as fuck yeah, yeah this is super indie and like, like i i appreciate that about right. it but the acting is questionable at, at times and i thought that, that val was a good actor yeah. but you could tell she was acting yeah yeah sure um michael looked exactly like a kid i grew up with so yeah. that was fun he did have a really familiar face yeah who did he look like to you tommy I don't know who that is. Wait, yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> what's, what's he up to these days? Uh, no idea. Uh, if you're listening, like, give us, give yeah. us a text. Shout us, Shout a text. us out. <laughs> this has been Dennis and Julie's elementary school corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, that's right. Well, that was like uh, another one of the things that like Gilbert says that was just like, I feel like an indicator of this movie and like kind of like the disconnect of of it like try, actually trying to reach an audience is you know he says something about like, you know like it needs to be like darker and realer and i'm like darker does not always necessarily equal like realer it's yeah. not it, it doesn't, darker that, doesn't always mean better yeah, yeah. exactly right and, and i feel like that's kind of like you know uh you know very the the dceu <laughs> Zack snydery school of thought as far as <laughs> uh as as far as you know like kind of that mentality of like no, not, not everything has to be like a gloomy like. It has to over. be gritty, man. Yeah. <laughs> in order to be, like be realistic, like it, and especially like when something that's like true to life, like when they're like he's like criticizes like uh, Matt's mother because she's like too you nice. know like she's nice, nice and yeah. yeah she's like oh she's just nice and British and it, it's it not that he's come off as real and I'm like that's just her though. So. It, it's not that he's criticizing <laughs> her. It's he's like he's criticizing this as being footage to use in the documentary. He's just like well, what am I gonna. Put, what am I going to cut from this to use? And it's like, 
well, this would actually be good context yeah. as to who this guy well, is if you were like, a better filmmaker. Yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. what, what could use is like really drive. What they actually end up doing was like really driving the point home with like how sad this is because she's like, oh, I can't wait to see it, and you're gonna be a star. Well, well, and right. We're gonna have a party, and then they like repeated it later. I'm like, we get it. It's sad that she doesn't know what's going on. That was right. the part of the movie that I was like most uncomfortable was yeah. when they were there at his mom's house and they're having to lie to her about like what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, like that was the part where I was like, oh wow, this really is impactful and stuff but then they go and they do the love triangle thing and it's like uh, yeah it gets laugh it gets laughable quickly it reminds me of some other indie film that i've watched before i just can't couldn't tell you maybe this maybe i saw this (laughs) before um oh let me say like for any listeners because we we did this on a previous episode anyone who for some reason doesn't listen to how did this get made one of the hosts uh, june diane raphael forgets the movies that they talk about like almost immediately so when we say we june something we mean that we're forgetting about that movie entirely <laughs> um yeah that kind of wraps up my notes so far uh, I, i'm looking at uh your notes colin i see val is my fave <laughs> that was at the beginning <laughs> that was like when they're first broaching the subject and she's like i'm not comfortable with this yeah. and i was like oh somebody here has a conscience and it's like it is a decent person and then oh boy does she proceed to become the worst yeah i know yeah she does start out like yeah as kind of like the moral compass and um yeah as as she does start out as like the voice of reason in this whole thing of of saying well you know like how far are we going to take this like she's the one that's asking all of the incisive questions that need to be asked and it's just really really sad to see the way that they like did her character by the end of the movie because it was just tragic (laughs) yeah it's just just the way that just the way that just her without really any sort of um like there wasn't any progression to that point. It well, like it, betray- it, just... it betrays what they built up at the beginning of yeah. like who she was, like being this person that cared about people, and the fact that like she she's sleeping with Gilbert at the same time sleeping with Matt. Yeah, is fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. Just wait a few months. Just wait a few months. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like yeah. If if you like had a conversation with Matt and like you're like, yes, I still have feelings for you or whatever, be fucking a real person and be like. But let me figure this shit out with Matt first, you know. Well, well I think they're supposed to make it be. I think the movie wants us to think that Gilbert is kind of manipulating her into the situation. Sure, yeah, but that's like terrible. And like, filmmaking. yeah, where was her like well, upstanding like moral? Well, well, where's her as a character? Yeah, like, yeah I was like, that still devalues her as a character. Yeah, because like, where did she where the, go? Like, because so far in the movie, she has been the person that's been pushing back against yeah, all of like, this like manipulative bullshit, to them. and yeah. And for her to like get like just taken in like at the end, and I I think it was I think it was just it was a muddled mess as far as like what her motivation was supposed to be in any of this at the end of the movie, and it just came across like as her just being like a really poorly thought out character in the end, like for him for her to have that progression, or yeah, lack of progression, because it was really just kind of like a one eighty like fucking flip on a dime. Yeah, I don't care. I just keep it separate. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> Matt. We don't talk about it. <laughs> uh, also, Matt is like I get kind of like serial killer vibes from. Him. Oh, totally. So it's like can, maybe yeah. it's good. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're either gonna kill yourself or somebody else, and like, true, both of those end, end up being true. Right. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
He had no friends. He wanted to no. kill the cat. No, that the whole scene with his poker buddies where like the guy oh like God, knew nothing yeah. about him. Was oh, like, yeah. He's oh, like, man. sometimes we play poker and like he has a hand and then he loses. I'm like, yeah, that's that's what poker is. Right. <laughs> and then they said like, did you ever hang out with him outside of poker? He's like, uh, maybe we went and got pizza like once. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, who would you like want to be on a desert island with you? Like, what five people? He's like, my mom, my dad. He doesn't bring up he the sister. He doesn't even know yeah. name the sister. That yeah. really bugged me. Oh, that same hair. And she loves him. Yeah, I know. She, oh and that, that was also like the time where like she hadn't been around in the movie for the past 15 minutes or so. So it was like, I actually wrote down, I was like, did the movie just forget about this whole <laughs> fucking character all of a sudden? But she, I really hated that he wanted to shoot the cat. He's like that cat hisses at me. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what cats do. Yeah, but cats suck. Anyway, <gasps> be real. <laughs> My one other note was the I took umbrage with him saying that uh, they wanted to move to America because of the medical system. Yeah, in America. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Excuse that me? doesn't track. Yeah. They've got universal health care in England, and it's kind of beloved by everyone in yeah. England. It's like a staple of like. England is yeah. how great their medical system is. Yeah. <laughs> that was the least believable part of the whole movie. Right. <laughs> it's like, but we fly to Mexico to get yeah. <laughs> like, like here. <laughs> I guess yeah. He's like, but yeah. Then my then my dad died, and we didn't cure him. Yeah. It probably also cost you yeah. like a shit ton of yeah, money. Yeah. You probably also lost. <laughs> Thanks, America. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Sorry, I was just looking at uh, this. This guy directed Hard Candy before this movie. I heard that's good. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Sorry, I was just like uh, Hard Candy. It's like um, Ellen Page, Ellen Page um, Patrick Wilson, Sandra O, oh, and it's like about this like girl who uh, like finds out this like guy is like a pedophile, and so she like lures him and then like tortures the shit out of him. Huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's crazy that that movie was before this movie because everything yeah. about that movie is so much like better. Like everything about that movie is is better than this movie. So. I think it's that's interesting. Interesting. Um, oh wait, was he? Sorry, never mind. I'm confusing the character as the director of this movie. Oh no! Like, with oh, the Craig. <laughs> is his name also Gilbert? Uh, uh, it's G. J. Ekthern Camp, but everyone else's name in the movie is their name in real life, so I think the G probably stands for Gilbert. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, G. J. Ethern Camp, and I guess he was also in. Uh, in <laughs> Hard Candy. JK, JK. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's not the director of this movie. He's, he's the star. The star of this movie. I have a question. As the director. What's that? Which is, do we think this like documentary within a documentary format ever really works? I mean, I would argue that it worked in the first Blair Witch, because it was like the first one. Yeah. But like, anything it's else? Troll Hunter. It works it in works Troll Hunter. Yeah, it works in Troll Hunter. Yeah. Um, it's fun. I mean, it's annoying, like, as far as visuals and stuff to me. Um, Troll Hunter works just because of the context. You know, they're out, like, hunting trolls and, like, I don't know. It's really low budget, but they have to use a lot of CGI. And Mm. so, like, that's how they execute it. So, I could see it that way. Do we know what the budget was for this movie? I was trying to find out. No. No, I couldn't find it. Mm -hmm. Um, Do we think less than a million dollars? I probably it's not not rated so i don't think i don't know whatever that means whatever nr means (laughs) because like low budget doesn't mean bad either like um no beasts of the southern wild is probably my favorite like quote-unquote low budget movie Mm -hmm. but it's really good like the guy that plays the father in that movie is 
some guy they hired at, that worked across the street, I think, at a donut shop, oh. actually. Mm. Full circle. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and then he's not listed on the cast list, but I'm pretty sure the director was Daniel in this movie. Yeah, Daniel Stam Daniel or Stam. something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Written and directed by him. Yeah. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. So some of his other works, uh, 13 Sims, never heard of it. The Last, the Last Exorcism. Exorcism. I would guess a lot of indie stuff, because this is a very indie uh, Fear the Walking Dead. A lot of horror movies. Incorporated, yeah. Intruders, Off Hollywood. Uh, I thought this was yeah. going to be a horror movie. Yeah. And it wasn't. So Also that... would have been a better movie. <laughs> yeah. But then <laughs> right. I'd also be watching a horror movie at 1030 in, on a Sunday, which I also don't. I'm not really a big fan of. <laughs> just saying. Well, you just don't like horror movies. I just don't like horror movie. movies, okay? You don't? Which, no, no, oh, really. I'm, I'm, we might have to do Hereditary. Just oh, because, God. Like, right. I like even the trailer for that movie. Like, yeah, no, had me, like, scary. On pins and yeah, needles. Yeah. And Tony Collette. Oh, God. Yeah. She's, she's great. Amazing. Tony Collette is Sixth good. Sense. Yeah. She's in Little Miss Sunshine. Too. United States of Terra. It's like, uh, yeah. Sorry. Little Miss Sunshine. Um, but anyway, are we are we done talking about done. this movie? I think, yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we obviously are. Because yeah, now we're just, just talking about, about everything else. else. <laughs> Literally anything else. So, yeah, that wraps up our review of A so, Necessary Death. Um, thank you, actually, to quote-unquote yeah. guilty. Like, this was a like fun conversation to have. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I'm glad we did it. Um, a shout-out to quote-unquote guilty for this recommendation. Yeah, um, you can follow them at, at guilty on Twitter. Yep. Uh, uh, it's at quote guilty. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. It's at yeah. quote guilty. Follow, yeah, at quote guilty for all of your um, guilty pleasure needs. Um, and check out their episode on The Room. It's really enjoyable. Oh, yeah. I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. Well, uh, I guess uh, on to recommendations. Uh, any kind of rickety wreck recommendations. I'll kick us off. Um, I am super late to this game. Uh, over a decade, I believe. Um <laughs> I started watching uh, Parks and Rec last night. Oh my oh, god! Hey! Oh, I'm behind as well. Really? <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, I'm, I actually been watching it lately too. Like, yeah, I think so I'm on my like, fourth or fifth like just brought through. I've been watching through it again myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. I had to like skip a few episodes because I was like, I saw Louis C.K.'s face and I was just like, that's not TiVo. That's not the sound that Netflix make when you skip yeah, things. TiVo. Yeah, I'm glad the TiVo noise has stuck around longer than TiVo has stuck around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoy it. Um, the reason why I didn't ever start it is because I like burned out on The Office and it was just like, man, I can't take any more Michael Scott type of shit, you know? And oh, well. to, to be fair, like at the beginning and like the pilot like first few episodes she's a bit like michael scott oh, she's oh, like, yeah. that's kind of the whole first season yeah. was they were trying to make it be like the office it doesn't really get uh into itself until the third season yeah i, I hear it gets better um it, it isn't to say that she's not a likable character whereas michael scott is not a likable character um yeah so that's mine just <laughs> for all those people that haven't watched parks and rec me. yeah Just watch me. it julie all right i will all right cool uh, well, speaking of unlikable characters, uh, I will recommend Thoroughbreds. Um, I just went and saw that yesterday. Um, and none of the characters are really likable, but it is still like a fantastic movie. And uh, it's just, it's, it's, I call it Fifty Shades of Apathy. Because uh, it's like about um, one girl who is uh, essentially a sociopath. 
and uh, like one of her like childhood friends, and they kind of like go in on this plot to um, like kill her stepfather, uh, and it's like uh, all like everyone in the movies like has this like really kind of like flat affect but uh it's really like well done in a way that is actually intriguing and um kind of like shows a little bit of like it's like one of those things that kind of like reflects a mirror at society kind of a deal uh, but in a really good way um the director whose name i'm forgetting um crap it has that girl from the the witch right yeah yeah that's it's this it's the uh I think it's the same director, if not same, if not uh, the same producer as The Witch, uh, and it's like uh, the director like comes from like a theater background, so a lot of the shots are like staged like very like theatrically, no. and it's like shot very theatrically, uh, yeah. and it's it's fantastic, and I love the hell out of it. It was a really good movie. Um, so yeah, Thoroughbreds. Um, it's very like um, like waspy culture, you know, like yeah. the. Like the super like uh, ivy covered like Socialites. mansions and mm-hmm. yeah, um, but it's like got like a really interesting like dark spin on it. So cool, yeah, I recommend it. Right now, I'm gonna recommend uh, the movie Megan Levy. Uh, it came out like a few years ago, but it's about a bomb disposal um, person in Iraq, I believe, and uh, the relationship she has with the dog that she works with and the struggle she had when she came home to the United States to adopt that dog. Oh, I and think I've heard of this. It's a better bomb disposal movie than The Hurt Locker, and it'll make you cry. Yeah. Sounds sad. Yep, we know you and your bomb disposal movies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just really hate The Hurt Locker, so <laughs> anytime I can just shit on that movie, I do. Julie. I just read a book that I really loved called Tiny Beautiful Things by Cheryl Strayed of uh, Wild fame. So... And I want to talk a little bit about the book. So there was like an advice column online called Dear Sugar. So people would write in like their questions and then Sugar would respond. And it was like an anonymous person. And it eventually was revealed like much, much later that it was Cheryl Strayed. And then uh, the best like exchanges were put in this book. And it's just really, really good. I think she's terribly underrated now. And yeah, I think everyone should read it. Um, men should read it, especially. Just just saying. <laughs> Dennis, read it. Um, <laughs> sorry, I found the director. It's Corey Finley. Um, and it's an A24 production, so it's going to be, you know, A24 has been putting out some good shit. For yeah, if you see A24, you're generally going to get a good one. Um, Anton Yelton's last film. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's why I've heard it before. Could you repeat that book again? It's called Tiny Beautiful Things. Are you writing it down? Yeah. Aw. Cheryl Strayed. Cool. Which is not her real last name. Like I, it took me way longer to figure that out than I should have, because you know she wrote Wild about walking the Pacific Crest Trail. Right. Like Alicia Keys. Keys isn't her real last name. It's like Piano Keys. Oh, yeah, I never. Like a musician. Yeah, I never. I never put it together. Oh. oh it's oh. like Sean Sean Combs is P Diddy. Yes. Yeah. But like le- more subtle. Right. He changed his name again. I heard. I can't keep track. Yeah, Sorry, I couldn't tell you. So. So let's just. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, why would you? <laughs> why would you keep track of P Diddy's name? Up until recently, and its evolution. Like, well, up until recently, he was like the richest black man on the planet. So, oh, I guess that. that's. I guess there's that. Yep. Um. All right. Uh, well, that wraps up our recommendations for this week. Um. What are we watching next, Julie? Ooh. We're watching She Devil. It's a movie from the '80s. Uh, I can't remember exactly what year. I'm gonna guess '84. Six. 
Um, good mid-80s movie? Good mid-80s movie starring Roseanne, uh, Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, the great Meryl. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's She-Devil, and it's about a, a woman who, you know, takes her life back after being in a really shitty relationship with her husband. So this isn't the Brendan Fraser movie with what's uh, her face? I've seen... Oh, that's just uh, Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. I keep seeing it. I've, I haven't seen the Brendan Fraser remake. I've seen the original. Oh, the... Cola just has to shoehorn <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> oh, well, oh, that's actually... Say, I've actually seen the Dudley Moore version. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you saw an old movie, Cola. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> but it just uh, had to be obnoxious. 1989, my bad. 1989. Okay, okay. So more recent than than you let on. So three, three years. <laughs> Although I, this is a podcast of facts. Um, I take that back. We we lie oh my all the God, time. This tagline. Um, what is the tagline? Revenge is sweet and low. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I no, because the, the sweet, sweet low. low reference. Yeah, but like, okay. What is the low part? Well, you tell us. Are they referring to like, oh, that was a low blow? Because I Maybe. would argue that none of those were low blows. Well, <laughs> she's a devil, right? No. I, you should well, go I guess we'll find <laughs> out <laughs> next week. <laughs> go, go into it blind. Uh, oh, wait, are we going to watch it together? Yeah, yeah. we should. We should. Um, all right. Well, um, join us next week for She Devil. Um, cool. Thanks. Where can the people Thank find you. us, Bye. Dennis? Well, oh. Craig, they can find us. Okay, <laughs> oh, <edit> that out. <laughs> <laughs> they can find all of our episodes wherever they find podcasts. Um, hell, wherever you're listening to this now, you can find other episodes of this podcast. <laughs> um, turns out they um, can also find us on Twitter. Though. Well, they certainly can, Colin. They can find us on Twitter at IWYTWT, as well as each and every one of us individually on the Twitter. I am at the D Bucks. I am at the Third Kiss. I am at Colin Munch. I'm pretty sure I'm at Ms. Julie Fan. You are. I can okay. confirm that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I post on Instagram more often. Okay. And it's, and it's public. Oh. I'm not on Instagram. I couldn't figure it out. You just take a picture. Take a picture. I know. I know. And then I know. My sister it, yells at me. Then make I it public. I, I know. And then people will buy you things off your Amazon wish list. What? That's, that's the goal. <laughs> Get out you gotta of here. be influencers. You Get out of here. You can also follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash group forward slash I-W-I-T-W-T. It's actually a really fun little place. Yeah, um, and I enjoy right, it. right there we've got some listener suggestions coming in. So yep. uh, we'll, yeah. be, we'll be talking about Fly Away Home and oh, we'll be God. talking about uh, Buckaroo Bonsai Across the Eighth Dimension. Oh. oh did someone else recommend that? Yes, that oh. is a recommendation from uh, Scott Cizik. Uh, forgive me, Chizik. Chizik. Scott. Yeah. Scott. Oh. I told you guys my coworker recommended that one to us. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh well, this is a coworker of ours that recommended yeah. this. So, yeah. yeah, Scott's Scott's a good guy. Um, Congratulations on your your adorable family, by the way. He has like a baby. Oh yeah, yeah. he does yeah. have a baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, congrats on baby making. Um, cool. So yeah, do that thing. Do all those things. Um, rate and review us. Uh, the i the the Apple iTunes is probably just the best way because hell, that's where a lot of ratings are coming through for all these podcasts and. Um, you know what better than that just tell a nerdy movie fan that you know in your life to listen to our podcast because word of mouth is really all we have for we're just four losers in an overpriced Whoa. word of mouth and like our stunning good looks well yeah 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 but i mean that doesn't like i mean until i get i have a podcast tattoo tattooed on my face it doesn't really sell the podcast um 
It's an audio medium. I mean, come on. <laughs> Anyways, Genesis next week. She Devil. Love you all.